Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those? Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple of weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Today is March 19th, 2023, and this is sort of in a way how my last week went. I just realized that I put my retainer on, so I'm going to sound like I have a lisp, um, but that's okay because I don't want to go back and miss it and take it off and whatever not, so it's going to fly like that for tonight. So as far as how my week went, I had some chiropractic appointments last week. As it has been the usual for the last couple of weeks. Went to yoga. Got a couple of walks in. I had this customer presentation that I um, on last last Sunday. Which I, I it was like late night on Sunday for me because of that. I did some yard work. And this week I prepped a, a couple of times. Um, I had some produce that I need to um, cut up and kind of have ready for me to use and some other things as well as far as attention goes this week i started so good they can't ignore you by kyle newport i bought the book because i've been listening to his podcast ever since i found it i really enjoyed it it's it's really productivity but it's kind of cringy nerdy and i don't i just and the questions he just kind of it's like a little bit of a reminder that i get every week at least for now that's what it, it has been i'm sure at some point i'll i find i probably would find some other way to do it to listen to him or his message or whatever not but um for now i've been enjoying his podcast and in a lot of the questions that he answers on the show he references this book a lot. And this is from 2015, I believe. Actually, it might be from earlier. Um, I need to check today, but I think it's somewhere on... It's, it's a couple of years old, definitely. <clears throat> because it, he did it whenever he was just out of... He was still a, stu- a PhD student or... No, 
It was after that, right? Yeah, it was after that. Because he was talking whenever he was doing that. But um, whenever he did the book, he wasn't. He was still living in Boston area uh, whenever he was writing the book. So it, it's, it could be a couple, like, 10 years older. Because he is one year older than me. And I'm going to be 40. He just turned 40 last year. So it, it would have been around his 30s, like 20s. But anyways, he uses a lot. He references the book a lot. And I can see why. I'm not taking that many notes on it. Because some of the messages... Uh, because really, I just hear it every time. He he references quite a bit. So I don't have to remember a lot of the books. So I'm, I'm going through it. Maybe, I mean, fast-paced for me. But might be slow for others. But in our reality, that's just me comparing myself. So putting that aside. I really am enjoying the book. It just kind of... It's an easy read. Um... Because I just, now that I've been listening to his podcast quite a bit, it's like almost like reading the book in his voice, which makes it uh, a little entertaining. Um, but this is around the idea of base, you know, really the book is to put aside and just really tear down the idea that you, uh, the passion idea, what he called the passion hypothesis, that you should do something that you're passionate about meaning you do something onto the you find a job that fits what you that you find a job that gives you something that you get something from instead of you giving something from the world and what he calls more of the craftsman craftsman uh kind of hypothesis of manifesto or something like that um that's just in my words but really it's just kind of destroy not destroying i don't want to use the word destroy but it's really goes against the argument he's trying to fight the argument or really put a a argument against that's what i probably should have said an argument against the passion follow your passion uh, advice that you might get from somebody that's trying to tell you oh what should i do with my life what should i do with work follow your passion he's trying to make an argument against that and uh this is something that as a, as a knowledge worker somebody that really you know have a bachelor's degree but I never follow a clear path. And I've always been like, I don't know what to do next. Because really, what I I don't practice what I went to school for. My my work every day, I, there's some technical things that I can reference back to school. But it's not like I do math or anything like that. I know a lot of people find themselves in the same way. But um, so there's a, almost like a little bit of, I'm not doing what I went to school for. So maybe I didn't follow my passion and, and things like that. But a couple of times whenever he's referencing this book and his podcast, he's asking the question of really what you should be looking at is to find valuable and rare rare skills to, be, to build a career from. And the more you do that, you're going to, then you can deploy that, that career capital, which meaning having the, Instead of having money, the capital is having those skills that are valuable and rare. And you deploying that to gain control, which is the chapter that I'm reading right now as far as getting control out of the career capital. And I forgot about the other the other pieces of it because I haven't gotten to them. But it's really just using that to gain control and to really find later, put it in a way that feels meaningful to you instead of the other way around and for some reason i connected with that and that's why i've been enjoying the book and i've decided to get it 
Uh, as far as the podcast goes, not much this week. Just kind of the usual rotations, deep questions from Colin Newport, no stupid questions from um, the Freakonomics Network. And also the Demilimilists, they had one that was, um, they were interviewing this, uh, the author, she just had a book out called Get Over Your Ex. Um, so that's something that I, I listened to. And MFM, that's the other one that I, uh, listen to I think a little bit of this week and I started listening and I'm almost to like 20 minutes until the end of the Tim Ferriss show he had uh, Peter Atia who is somebody that has been on the show multiple times is a friend of um, a Tim's he's an MD also out of Boston you know they um... well, anyways he has a new book out which I pre-ordered this past week I've listened to the drive which is peter atia's podcast it's just very heavy medical like very technical sometimes and so i'm not as engaged with some of the material because it just goes over my head and i feel like i'm i'm always trying to it's like i always have to do pre-homework for the thing but i think i'm not his audience i believe his audience is more um i think almost he's trying to build an audience about the other doctors or maybe somebody in the medical other people in the medical field um not so much me that I'm casually trying to figure out how to make my life be better. Um, but again, I listen to it once in a while. There's some things that are interesting. Usually the topics are on cholesterol. Um, that's usually the one that I tend to listen to. But anyways, he had him on the show because he has a new book out, which I pre-ordered, which I'm looking forward to reading after the conversation. As far as YouTube, just really a little bit about this. Come about the same uh, as far as time spent on YouTube as last week, which is not like a whole lot, mostly channel updates. And I did watch a, a long video from Big Think. Uh, it was with Tiago Forte. He it was it was part of his um, promotional tour, promoting his new book, Build a Second Brain. No, um, how to build a second brain? I think it's Build a Second Brain. Um, in uh, which I I don't he, that is a course I might I'm thinking about just buying the book or reading the or listening to the book just to kind of get some of the gaps filled. <clears throat> uh, I'm not trying to do a lot of this system because a lot of it includes like getting apps and just it's a lot more intricacies. So there's I don't think I have a, a like a lot coming into me, but I just have I want to get like the basics of it. Right, because he's trying to go for people that, you know, read a lot of articles and have a Kindle and have an iPad and this and that. And, you know, that's the target audience because those are the ones that are kind of see, will see the most, will see the most improvement and really see the most benefit. But I really just, I definitely use a para method, a method, a para kind of mindset or um, the way he, he kind of, breaks down his kind of organizes his folders uh which is projects um areas resources and archives that has been really really insightful for me so as far as this bill of second brain I, I don't i don't know if i'm gonna do the whole thing but i just find it very interesting because he was they were trying to um the video was more about creativity and that's how he was, that was the, the lead in how they were putting, pulling you in into the book is how you, right. Every time somebody says creativity, because it's something that I struggle with, because I don't feel like I'm a creative person, because I'm, you know, I'm trying to 
I see value in developing that, that muscle in constructive ways. Like I remember when I was trying to do the uh, this book by James Altucher and um, I think his former wife, because I don't think they're married anymore. It was um, Idea, Mach Idea Machine. I had it on Kindle and there was like pretty much every, every day an exercise about how to come up with 10 ideas or something. And some of them were silly, but it's really just improving the idea of getting things out. I see value in that, and I might go to that book at some point because I, I didn't finish the whole thing. Because at some point, I just got like, okay, I, this I need I need a, a little break on this. Um, but anywho, so that was the way the the book was being kind of it put out in kind of uh, place, and uh, so definitely that's why that's how they got me. As far as my body goes, uh, just uh, mark the marketing the. Car visits that might be coming not to an end, but um, it's gonna be a little bit uh, now going into once a week apparently. So I'm seeing the doctor until Thursday, which is a week from my last appointment. So that means that some things are improving. I still feel some of the, the discomfort whenever I, you know, bend my knee a lot, depending on what I'm doing, especially if it's not something like I'm doing like constantly. So it's like almost like <sighs> I'm saying like a lot. But every time I'm like maybe doing a lot of squats, that's when I feel a little bit of pain because there's a lot more um, on that kind of bending my knee. Whenever I was going down the stairs after visiting my mom today, I felt a little bit of sensation. So it's more like it caught my attention, but then it went away and I ran out of my feeling it. So it comes and goes a little bit. The tape really helped whenever he had it in there. But at this moment... I'm ready to go into ad hoc, what I call ad hoc. I think he called it P something else. Like it's just like whenever he's needed, whenever there's um pain and then I should go see them. Um but I, I do uh, and then this past week I started doing a little bit of sun in the mornings, which is something that I've been struggling <laughs> with because I've been listening to Andre Huberman's podcast and it's something that he's Anytime you ask him or anything, he would try to go in there sunlight, right? <laughs> it's like, it's sunlight and <laughs> it's always around it, which is, um, I'm sure he probably gets some, um, something out of that, but it's really, he, that's his background. His background is about, you know, he did a lot of his studies on, on the, um, vision, right? On the eye. So sunlight for him is something that he feels very strongly about. And I've been trying to incorporate it in my mornings. It had been difficult during the winter time because I was um it was darker late but then slowly I've been debunking that idea so I do have a bright overhead light in the office that I can turn on and I can turn it off for a little bit I cannot have it on all day because at some point it starts to bother me whenever I'm trying to focus whenever the light is there and also looking at the monitor and you know that's so I immediately give up on the light at that moment but now that the sun has been out up a bit, up a bit more, I move one of my chairs from the porch to the front, and that way I can sit in the mornings, even for a little bit. I'm starting to do it just for five minutes. In in the future, I'm push. I would like to push to be out there longer, up to like twenty minutes, maybe thirty minutes on overcast days. That's what the recommendation is. But so it's something I've been doing this past week, and I hoped and I'm. Looking forward to keeping keeping up the habit.
I did definitely plenty of walks this past week with no um, no knee pain. It's just a little bit of light jog, jogging. Uh, three miles, so about an hour was the minimum most days. And I did, I did four. Uh, no, three, three this past week, yeah. I did some kettlebell swings uh, because I'm trying to get that's something else that I try. I told the doctor that I wanted to get back on, and he told me just go for it and see how it feels. That way, if if you if you feel discomfort, that way at least you're coming to see me more often, so I'll be able to to kind of ease some of the pain. Nutrition was good, um, and I just wrote a note that I just kind of. Really not to get hung down only on the carbs. I still try to get away from carbs as much as I can. I have them like today. Usually whenever I go to see my mom. Um, very seldom it would be more vegetables. It would be more on the carb side. Just because that's how they eat. Which is not good or bad. That's just the reality of it right. We just have different tastes in food. But it's not poison. The food is not poison that I'm being served right. So I'm, I might have it there. But at home most of the week like. The rest of the week, I tend to have more vegetables and carbs. Carbs usually I have them from fruit, but I'm trying to include more things that have fiber. So, because I have a lot of I have plenty of vegetables, and that's where I get my fiber from. But I also like to include some other things from grains and and things like that in moderation. At times, I don't need to make like a whole meal out of rice because I I want to. I still feel strongly that having a variety is 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 better, on the sense that. It balances things out in a bit, which might be, you know, it might be debunked at some point. It might be irrelevant. I might sound like ignorant, but that's just currently my thought on that. And what I found that works for me is to have a variety as far as it just makes it easier. Like a time like now, it's like nine, almost 9 p.m. I don't feel like bloated or too sleepy um, because I don't, I'm not eating anything too heavy. And it's, maybe it's because I'm not. Because my body's not used to it. Because, for example, somebody that's vegan, they eat more carbs because that's where they would get most of their calories from, uh, carbs and fat. But they usually would tend to have more carbs because their proteins, um, I use most of the proteins that are vegan, <clears throat> plant-based proteins, have a connection with a carb. It usually comes from beans. Beans tend to have um, carbs and, and proteins, not so much on the fat side. And so, and they tend to be more on the rices and things like that. But you don't see that they're obese or anything, right? So carbs don't make me fat. It's really, I learned to understand, understand that there's some to that, depending on the conditions that you have. So if you have um, a pre-diabetic predisposition, most likely a carb is going to spike your sugar, which is going to be affecting you in the wrong way. But if you don't have that, then you don't have to worry about it, right? At least for now. So it's a little bit different, right? But the calories thing is still, it's still crucial, right? You don't want to pass your calories, um, that calories that you're spending, right? Because there's, you know, you, your body, you eat because your body's spending the calories doing someone else. So you lose weight because you have less calories coming in. And your body, it's going to make the difference either from fat or from muscle. It's not going to make it from from anything you know because gonna go after the sugar first that's where you have that water weight that that big drop in the first couple maybe a week or two that you change your diet you're gonna have that um that those waters that glucose storage glycogen storages um so you're getting that's called water weight <clears throat> and then after that 
if you don't, depending on the plan that you follow, you're might lose more protein, more lean tissue, or more fat. Like usually, the body would try to make go through the muscle first. So whenever you're losing weight, chances are you're going to lose some muscle, unless you have a, a plan that really it's not that you're eating less, but you're eating things that your body can. That you, whenever you do the work, whenever you exercise, that's what your body is using as energy. But you're burning fat, so there's a, a, a there's a way to calibrate that in, but. Anyway, so I don't know why I don't know why I went on that tangent, but that's that's it. Um, but again, I just try not to be perfect on some of the stuff. I just try to really pay attention. In after listening to that episode of Tim Ferriss show with Pediatia, I'm trying to figure out what is my objective. What am I trying to get out of this? What is the long term vision? Where do I want to be at eighty and ninety? And what what condition I want to be at that point? And then work my way backwards. I I believe I'm not doing everything that I could be doing to get me there, um, but that is the that's the point of having a quote unquote moment to you know come to Jesus moment. It's am I is that even do I want to do what is needed to get me there now, or is it really that? What is at the end, it doesn't matter, right? So that's a really, it's almost, it's a little bit of a existential question, philosophical question, whatever. But it's just really the reality of it because that's you know you're, you're now you're going to sacrifice something in order to have something in the future. It's like you save money now, so therefore you don't buy the Porsche Cayenne now because later on you want to retire or you want to because you want to have a paid home instead of you know having the latest you know model whatever car. So that it it could be a sacrifice because in our reality you keeping something that you want from now because you're hoping that the what you want in the future is gonna give you better, it's gonna give you pleasure. And that's what I'm trying to that's the balance, right? You don't wanna take too much from now, that you stop living now, that you're not enjoying what you're doing now. And that's a little bit of the argument that people have against things like fire right now. That you know, they're, uh, you know, nobody wants to sacrifice themselves. And there's some other things that people are disputing and just trying to really uh, have an argument, trying to build an argument against fire and financial independence try early. But in reality, I, do, I just get the goods out of it. I just get the positive things out of it. And it's just really the breaking the mindset of that, um, really that, that you need this much, that everything has to be material for you to enjoy it, that saving that you that if you save a little more how how much freedom you can get and it's not really about you know the the fi number is the goal number right because that's like wow that's what gets people going to put that in their head but after a while what keeps you going whenever the 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 fi number is not giving you the pull anymore because it you know for most people that is a 10 15 year journey at some point, that number is really going to sort of like, am I ever going to get there? Especially if there's any kind of market changes or the economy that being affected, all these things. But the things that really keep you going are the how you change, how you look at life, what you're experiencing now more, that you actually are enjoying 
quote unquote some of the frugal things that you're doing that you find yourself not being attached to having the latest and this kind of gear or that you find yourself being more spoken at work because you feel like I know that I can survive with what I have so I don't I don't feel an attachment to this identity and this job anymore and that gives you a freedom and a lot of times I've that like you don't start becoming disrespectful or anything, but that boldness is actually compensated at work, which is really kind of intuitive in a way, or just kind of really just kind of goes against <laughs> what you would think would happen. But it does because um, so many of us uh, we're afraid that we're gonna get reprimanded, that we're gonna get fired. We don't speak up too much, and we become yes people to bosses and things and, and then you you don't start making like you don't say when things are bad in a respectful way but you don't because you you want you don't want to lose a job right you don't you don't want you have a car payment and you have a house payment and you have all these things and, and you have vacations prepaid and you bought you know annual tickets to disney world and, you know, things like that but anyways again another tangent as far as uh, mine goes, uh, so Thursday was kind of a rough start. I, I think uh, what I've concluded after I wrote it down in my journal is that I was trying to just really, um, I was trying to f- relieve too many pressures that I was feeling at that moment. Uh, too many at the same time, all in my head, because I was trying to really push through it, but that majority of the time that never works and uh, it's hard to accept that fact it's hard to face it that it just doesn't work it just it never has because um, it just builds up somewhere it's just building slowly somewhere else um and you know i yell at one of the cats he was being screamed he was screaming kind of being annoying and then i'm my keyboard started working, stopped working, so I broke it. Of course, I hit it with the knee that I'm trying to fix. Um, and at that moment, I just felt like an idiot. I just felt like an idiot. So um, so it wasn't as good of a start. Um, I did buy another keyboard. Um, and uh, But that's not that wasn't the big thing. The big thing is really learning that um, that I just need to stop. I just need to drop what I was doing, step away from it, and go cool down somewhere else. Nothing was on fire. I was creating the fire because I was creating the friction to start the fire. I was keeping the coals hot by blowing on them. Because I, you know, it was I was blowing on them. But if you have ever built a fire, you know that whenever you blow air, the embers get hot. And that's what I was doing. I thought that the air... I forgot that that's what happens. I thought that I'm blowing off of it, right? I'm blowing steam off of it. I'm sort of releasing heat. But in our reality, it was actually applying heat to the fire. And that's uh, that's how things get bad. Um, as far as the spirit goes, am I okay if all there is is this? I didn't want to feel like having two is next to each other wasn't going to work. But anyways, that makes sense in my head. I don't know if I'm okay, but I think I might be. Um, 
this is all there is. On the community side, just IMing, kind of sending um, messages with my friend. He's looking for a house. Um, and we're talking a little bit of productivity. And we're talking about AI and um, a little bit of budget apps and stuff like that. So it's kind of an interesting conversation because it's like you were talking about, he was talking about things that I, like, I, ooh, I want to talk about this. You know, productivity stuff. Yeah, it's like, yes, let's talk about this. <laughs> it's like one of those things. It's like, <laughs> for some reason, it's just like, it's like, ooh, yes, let's go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> um, and then in the car, in the visit to the chiropractor, just talking to the, to the staff and talking to the doctor. The doctor sometimes is pretty chatty, so it's kind of a good um, practice conversation having. And then my brother said that he wants to record a hey, podcast with me. He wants to, he's trying to start this thing on YouTube. And um, <clears throat> so he told me that he would like to have something in record for his YouTube channel. So it's, I said, I didn't say yes reluctantly, but just interesting, right? Um, not something I've done, but I'm willing to explore that. And, and just really, in a way, I really want to, I just wanted to do it more to show him that whatever he does, I, I would like to support him on that. And that not all support has to be uh, financially. I wanted to win money, right? And as far as finances go, uh, just that book that I pre-order and some groceries and a trip to Target. And then I just had dinner out yesterday. I decided to just kind of get something out because <laughs> I didn't want to cook. Um, but that was it. That was last week. Um, kind of a weird... It wasn't as weird of a week, really. Um, I just had... <sighs> I was, I'm a little behind on some things at work uh, because there was a lot of revisions that happened and, and things like that. But um, but that's okay. It's, just, it's, it's bound to happen. It's something that I can't control. I just, you know, it's just the flow of things. There was a lot of things that came in and the way that they can do is just keep, you know, prioritize as much as I can and and make sure not to forget what i'm actually what my job is i'm trying to really hone down on the idea of just doing deeper work and finding what requires deeper work different thinking and what is shallow work and where i'm putting more time and more value um, because i still have to do both right and deep work is not the only thing that would pay the bills for me there is also shallow work that needs to be there in there but at the same time I'm trying to balance the two. Uh, again, this comes again from Kelly Newport. I don't know deep work, which I, I think I'm going to uh, read next. But, um, but yeah, um, again, this is just the reminder of my kind of weekly how things go. And and it, uh, the object is for me to still check in with myself. And I'll, a weekly review to, to see... You know, what's going on from last week, what's going on in my head, things that I, I need to acknowledge, things that are still lingering, really, because that's the stuff that stays. And that's the whole point about doing these. It's just uh, to take note. Um, a, lot, a lot of, I found that a lot of people that I respect do have some kind of retrospection at some point. Um, that something, that nothing goes they evaluate some things, right? That uh, and um, 
And that's just kind of part of uh, the life that I want to build, right? Um, to to have uh, that level of awareness, self self awareness. That that level that um, yeah, I don't know what it's gonna bring. I don't know. I just hope it's always. I mean, I'm, I'm trying not to use the word hope because now I immediately combine it with fear. Maybe that's what I'm. I'm afraid of saying that it is fear, right? There is a fear because you know you feel like you're investing. I feel like I'm investing in the time span and. And there's no guarantee, so that fear is not consuming me to stop doing it. But uh, also, I it's it's almost like I'm coming to terms with the fact of how much I cannot control. That all I'm doing, in a way, is trying to make the best bet I can with the information I can put in my bet. Putting a bet in with with the information I have, and 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 maybe not trying to risk all my chips and lose all my money, but also not be afraid to to take on some risk. That's I mean that's really. In a way, it has come down to is that I. It just uh, to take some risk. <laughs>